Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another week of Pokemon Go news. We do have a whole bunch to go over this week. Uh, I mean, there is a buddy Pokemon version 2 coming out. Uh, there's all sorts of extra stuff being added in within the code. Things like Root Maker, Versus Seeker, Gen 5, of course, we've gone over as well. Crawdon and Kingler have uh, a new move within that water festival. We did do a double elimination tournament here as well. And there is an upcoming ultra bonus. Now this week I do have Uberspew here with me, or Roxy. Now before we dive into everything here, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that this podcast is powered by Patreon. It does enhance your Discord experience. You can always add into our Discord here for free, but it does add a little bit more. You can have all sorts of different things with the different tiers, video submissions, PvP assistance, video commentary. For as little as $1 a month, you can help the PvP scene in our region here. Any level of support does help immensely. Now, jumping into that new version of Pokemon Go that has started to download, I've actually already downloaded it. Have you got it yet there, Roxy? What, the new version? Yeah. I don't think so. Let me check. Uh, but alongside it, there is in the code for uh, a, buddy, a buddy sort of distance piece that is sort of a version two of what we have right now. Uh, there'll be a buddy level, things that go alongside it like feeding and grooming and other things, sort of like those goofy pet games that you get as apps on your phone. Uh, it does look like it's similar to gym motivation as well. It, your buddy, buddy motivation has a level of decay. It looks like you can swap a certain number of times per day and the higher the level gets, it looks like you may encounter your buddy Cameo, which means it could spawn your buddy Pokemon if you have it there long enough. Huh. So you mean I can like feed it a berry? Yeah, you'd be able to feed it and uh, and groom it, sort of like in the original games where um, you know you you groom them so their fur coat was nice and you'd feed them berries so they change or are different. Looks like that will be coming to Pokemon Go. But that's like what you have in um, Sun and Moon already. Like I don't know if you've played the ones on the. Yes. No. But like you get to pet it, you get to brush it, feed it like a musical berry. Stuff yeah. Like that. So similar is it to something like that. Similar to Let's Go too. I mean, uh, with your Eevee or Pikachu, depending on the version you got, you were able to pet it and feed it a berry and do all of these things. Yeah, so it, it's the same thing basically. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, it's coming forward with that. So that could yeah, definitely I be don't know different. What I have. I mean, it does help to add a little more variety of things that you can do with your buddy aside from just walk with it and earn candy. Yeah, I feel like it makes it more personal, like it's actually a pet rather than just like a walkable thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was all like candy driven, but now it's almost like caretaking. Yeah, and then if you have something rare there, it looks like, uh, like I said, it'll have a what's called a buddy encounter cameo. So to that means, to, to me, that means that uh, if you walk with it and you level it up and you give it the berries and you pet it and you treat mm -hmm. it really nicely, you might encounter more of them in the wild. Okay. Does it speak to any moves or anything, or is it just like an exact copy? It looks to be an exact a, a copy or a, that sort of spawn. Uh, there's not too, too much information about it, but... Um, what we are seeing sort of in the code shows that it could change the buddy Pokemon experience, which is definitely a bonus there. Well, look at me getting greedy. All I can think of is Blast Burn, Blast Burn, Blast Burn, Blast Burn. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what we did with the Smeargle, right? Kind of, yeah. Teach it, teach it Blast Burn, all of a sudden it's got a move that no one else has. Uh, there is another piece to that update as well, something called Root Maker. 
What is it? Ooh, hey. Here? You got yeah. something interesting on your game. Sorry. So That is part of the new update, actually. So it's the Adventure Sync nearby. Yeah. She's looking at the Adventure Sync nearby where it shows a silhouette. Um, so while your game's closed, it'll tell you, like, it'll give you an alert to say, hey, there's a Pokemon nearby that you don't have. So I need that since silhouettes are so hard to come by nowadays. That would be super exciting. Until se- until September 16th, because then we'll have a whole bunch of new Pokemon. No, I know. So then it's just going to blow my... <gasps> there's a slow poke outside. Psychic type. Sorry. We're on that tier of uh, uh, of the Jirachi research where we need those psychic and steel type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So we did our Meltan box the other day. So we have a few days left to get another one, but uh, anything steel that pops up here is definitely a, a bonus. Mm-hmm. What else is out there? Not too, too much. I'm not seeing that slow poke, though. Wait. Oh, there it is. Wait. And of course, you're shiny checking everything else. Stop. Maybe. 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 All right, there. So aside from that, there is another piece uh, to that version. Uh, again, these are things that are in the code itself, but have not been released yet, probably mm-hmm. until we get a, a forced update. Yeah. Something called a root maker. Um, there isn't much info about it as well, but it does uh, let you create in-game routes that you can create between Pokestops. Um, so you can set uh, distances and checkpoints and different things. And for each of the checkpoints that you set for your route itself that you're walking, mm-hmm. you receive rewards. So there are a whole bunch of different settings that are included there. For instance, you can have multiple routes, but there is a max route option, a minimum or maximum stops per route. So those poker stops, minimum or maximum route distance. Same for distance between stops. You have a minimum or maximum there. So for instance, you can't have stops that are so close together that all of a sudden your uh, checkpoints give you rewards at a ridiculous rate. So like Victoria Park where it's just a giant circle of poke stops every like 100 steps? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what the distance, uh, the distance that we're running into is, but something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And the silliest one within it is the route name character limit. So, you know, you can't name a Pokemon more than a certain number of characters. Mm-hmm. It seems to have the same thing for that route maker. Do those routes stay forever, or is it just like a one-shot deal? Like, that day, my route purple is gonna, you know, that's it. Again, I'm not totally sure on all of the information there, but if you design a route, I can't see them all of us removing it after one day. But we will need huh. to wait for it to be released. Um, but yeah, so I can't see them removing a route that you've built quickly, because, for instance, if I have... Well, I mean, every day I have my, my walk to work. Yeah. If I set a route that is that walk to work, I can't see them saying, well, you can only have this route for one day. Yeah, that'd be pretty silly. That's like uh, Nathan used to do that 10-kilometer uh, walk each yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if he set a route on that route that he's taking, I mm-hmm. can't see them saying, well, you can only have this route for one day, and all of a sudden it's gone. That'd be so annoying. So, uh, I'm again, I'm not 100% sure on that because I don't have all the information. All, the, all that we can see is the coding itself. Um, but I can't see them saying these routes are only good for X amount of days. It just doesn't make sense. And I'm not seeing that in any of the rules or limitations that we're seeing within the code. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another piece that we're looking into here is the versus seeker. Now this is that in-game matchmaking piece. And we kind of touched on it outside, uh, like before we started recording here. Uh, So it will have a competitive ranking as well as seasons. That was a new thing to me. I hadn't seen the information for seasons. Uh, Sort of like Silph Arena is going into season two soon. So I assume Pokemon Go is going to create their own seasons within game. Okay, Um, so this has nothing to do with Silph though. No, this would have nothing to do with Silph Arena. It's going to be a completely different thing. On their own? 
Yeah. Um, so you'll be able to battle people remotely that are within the same season as yourself. Uh, and people are thinking it's going to be very similar to sort of like Clash Royale, where if you win, you face people that are around your level or around your rank. Exactly. Uh, so that could be a, another piece that, that, that we're looking at here. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch here. They're calling them duels. They're no longer calling them battles. I'm not sure if they're just trying to be politically correct with that, but, I mean, it's a Pokemon battle. Let's, let's not be silly. Uh, you can actually set the minimum trainer level. Hmm. So, for instance, if you're one of those uptight level 40 people and you don't want to face people that are any less than level 40, you could say minimum level to battle me is level 40. Huh. I'm still stuck on the battle versus... What was it? Battle... What are they calling it? Oh, versus Seeker. No, battle... And what are they calling it? Duels. Yeah, I think of jousting. I think of Yu-Gi-Oh. Jousting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It does record the number of battles and wins that you have, as well as the rank from a a previous season. So it's going to keep track of everything, of course. So is it going to be like a brand new ranking system? So I'll be like, okay, you're level 37. Congratulations, your rank is blah, blah, blah. But is it going to be in the world? Is there going to be brackets? Like... It looks like what it'll be. It looks like it'll be a world ranking within the game. Okay. I don't think your trainer level will have a factor on it. What will have a factor is wins and losses. No, I mean, yeah, no, for sure. But yeah. I mean, like, is there like a bracket like between levels one to twenty-five? You are number blah blah blah, right? Between levels la da 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 da, you're gonna be this and that, or is it gonna be exactly like a replica of self being like? This is your rank worldwide, doesn't matter your level. I think that's the way it's going to be. I don't think your your level will have a factor. It might be similar to... Have you have you played the Dr. Mario online battles yet? No, there's online battles? Yes. Okay. You introduced me to that game. Yeah. I haven't I haven't gone back to it. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a while for me too. I did do some online battles, but for instance, when you started with, uh, with that one, you'd have... Uh, 100 points yeah so it would give you like anyone that's around 100 points if you win then you would increase and if you lose then you decrease those points so uh i could it may be similar to that where you jump in if it's your first battle then you have this many points if you win you gain this many points if you lose you lose this many points and then you'll be battling people that would have gained or lost points similar to yourself yeah. i wonder if you can see the ranking in game right like if you press it then it just gives you the ranking or it, do you have to like get out of the game go into a website and like find yourself or will it give you a ranking like you know five in front of you five behind you this is where you are number blah 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 out of this many i think it'll show your ranking in game it might be like the events tab so yeah the we might need to leave game to see the rankings, like you sort of said, because, uh, I mean, the events tab, you do have to leave game, but uh, then you do get to see, for instance, things like your medals and your badges and everything within the game. So it could be either way. It does uh, depend on what Niantic has put forward. I mean, before, they did purchase a, a social networking company that I was going to be honest, I sort of hope for um, them using them to uh, help us within the game instead of having to use different services like Discord. Okay. Right? So like their own thing? Yeah. But uh, maybe this is what they had reached out to them for is to build that sort of ability to battle and have that piece within the app itself. But I mean, only time will tell there, unfortunately. It's, it's hard for us to have that information without having 
all of the data that they're working on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it should be interesting. There are a couple errors that did pop up in their code. Things like player in wrong season or player has no battle passes. Now, what concerns me about the battle passes is that, will they be like raid passes? I don't think so. Because you can't give someone like unlimited battles, like right now. And then all of a sudden be like, ha, never mind. Actually, you just get three per day. And then you have to buy some. Because, I mean, we had this conversation yesterday. And Mm -hmm. I was saying... Well, raid passes have always been the way they are, right? That you get one and then you have to pay for a couple if you want them, right? But now we've experienced battling without any extra like payments or any extra like perks or whatnot. You just go in and you battle. So I can't see them adding that because that's a lot. You know what I mean? Like some people like we've gotten used to it. They know that self exists. Like we have tournaments going on around the world. Like you can't just go in and be like, never mind. All of that is done. Like, you have to do it this way now. We may have lots of free battles with friends or in groups or outside. The battle passes may only tie to the ranked battles that are a different piece to the game. Oh, like to their own tournaments, you mean? Exactly. Which would make sense. Yeah. So that still gives us the opportunity to do our self-battles and do our tournaments. But if you want the Niantic, you know, ranking, then you have to put in a bit of coin if you want to battle, let's say, five times rather than the three. Right. Again, spitballing numbers here, but... Yeah, so it, it does all kind of depend on the situation and Niantic. It does show those battle passes needed, um, but again, it all does depend on what comes out and what gets launched with it, but... And it's like, how many battle passes can you hold, Right. Because someone like you, like you battle every couple of hours, you mm-hmm. know, I get a, do you mind if I battle? Well, no, but if all of a sudden you're only allowed three battles and you're used to doing between five to ten, then that's going to add up really quickly and that's going to upset a few people. A few people. <laughs> okay, I'm being generous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it should be interesting. Like I said, I, I can't see them limiting, for instance, ultra friends and in-person battles, but I could definitely see the passes factoring in purely for the ranking itself. Yeah. Uh, which would be a, a kick in the dick, but I mean, it's... It is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, it's their prerogative. They can do what they want. And realistically, we can only speculate. Like, we have no concrete things to go on and be like, well, this is what's going to happen. Because we don't actually know. It's cool to call it and call it right, though. Yeah. But so every- don't panic, because we don't know. <laughs> Everything is speculation. Everything is fine. For now. <laughs> uh, another thing that popped up within the battling uh, was an error of needs to be charged. Now, again, this is for the versus seeker piece. So needs to be charged could look like a, the swap timer in PvP, like where you change your Pokemon, you need to wait 60 seconds before you can change it again. Ugh. I can feel your animosity towards this. <laughs> Sorry. This, this is stemming from like all the games that like I get into that are like mildly addictive. And I'm just like, yes, yes, I'm doing so well. And then it says, well, you've taken all your moves for today. Wait two and a half hours to get more whatever stars or some other bullshit. And it's like, no. spell energy, Mrs. Wizards Unite. Yes. Or, or I want my chicken to cross the road now. Like, why do I have to wait to bring my chicken home or whatever? You know what I mean? But still. Oh my gosh, that was in in, uh, Dr. Mario too. That's what I'm saying, right? And (laughs) you know what? I'm not so mad about the wizards because we live on top of an inn. But still. I gotta wait five minutes. 
<laughs> I'm going to wait five minutes to spin the Pokestop anyway. Silence. It goes by quickly when you have four animals. Another piece that we're taking a peek at is Gen 5, which is the Unova region. Is that even how you pronounce it? Is it Unova? Is it Unova? I think it's Unova. Unova. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Now, everyone is concerned about when is Gen 5 going to drop. But if we actually pay attention to the information that was given to us with our Ultra Award, Mm -hmm. Gen 5 drops September 16th at 1 p.m. Pacific District Time. Okay. What day is that? Um, It's the 16th of September. Great. I mean, like, Monday, Tuesday... Monday. So, like I said, if you're if, because all that information was released by Niantic, that we're getting Gen Five and Shinies to go alongside it. Yes. So that's definitely an, an awesome piece, and so that would be when that comes forward. Mm-hmm. A new piece of information with Gen Five is the Unova Stone. Some Pokemon, sorry, I believe are have separate evolutions within the mm-hmm. game. Um, so the the Unova Stone. Because you said it was, was it Sun and Moon or Black and White that was Unova? I think it was Sun and Moon when I was looking through the book yesterday. So I don't remember. There, there seems to be a Unova stone just like there was a Sinnoh stone for mm-hmm. Gen 4. Uh, so that may factor into some of the evolutions. But the big thing about Gen 5 is that it doesn't tie to previous generations. Okay. So for instance, most of the stuff you need to use a Sinnoh stone mm-hmm. were Pokemon that were evolving from Gen 1, 2, or 3 okay. into Gen 4. All right. Unova is its own generation. I don't think there are any cross evolutions that I can remember. So I'm not sure why they have that Unova stone. Maybe to slow people's Pokedex generation. Maybe. I don't know. It could be a stall. Maybe. Like 50 psychic or steel type Pokemon. Or spin a Pokestop seven days in a row. No, stop. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm going to go put a lure on this. I'm going to walk to the bathroom. <gasps> a Whalmer! Please be shy. God damn it. Why? So past Gen 5, mm-hmm. with the water festival that we've come to, one of my favorite pieces to it was having new moves added that were for specific Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So Kingler and Crawdont got Crab Hammer, which is kind of a, a big deal move for them because it was sort of what they were known for within the video games. Now with Crab Hammer in PvP, there's a 12.5% chance that your attack stat goes up two stages. Okay. So similar to Power Up Punch, except Power Up Punch is 100% mm-hmm. happens every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crab Hammer is an eighth of that. It's 12.5% that you're going to go up two stages and so it's a healthy tease yes uh, now what that means in uh, with crab hammer outside of pvp mm-hmm. it actually does push kingler to it the second best water attacker behind palkia huh. so kyogre i believe is down to sixth and i hadn't realized that had happened palkia's first what since when since palkia came out i assume huh but uh it is that crab hammer does push Kingler up quite a bit, which is definitely a, a good jump, especially for a Gen One Pokemon. Yeah, that's not so bad. Now in PvP, it does do twenty less damage than Hydro Cannon, which is that Community Day move that we see on all the Water Stars. Mm-hmm. It's like a a budget, a budget, a budget Hydro Cannon, if that makes sense, because budget Hydro. It does do a little bit less damage, mm-hmm. but. It has, I believe, the same amount of energy that you need to use it. Okay. And it gives you an attack buff, too. Maybe. So you lose a little bit of damage, mm-hmm. but your attack stat can increase, which sort of counteracts having that lesser damage if you get it that first time you use it. That makes sense. And you survive long enough to use it again. Yes. Survival of the fittest. 
So the nerf, if we're looking at it as though it's hydro cannon and was nerfed, mm-hmm. that is about 17.5% less damage as a base stat. Okay. But again, if you jump to attack stats, you pretty much make that up for the next one. Now, another thing we did have go on here is that within our region, we held an event on Sunday to honor a, a fallen trainer in our region. His name was Ghost Zero in-game. We had a double elimination tournament away from Silph Arena. We had some all sorts of raffles and, and different things going on there. And I mean, we had a great time. We went to Einstein's Cafe. Yeah, here in Guelph. Um, well, just like half an hour yeah. from where we actually live. Rocky was awesome. Rocky yeah, was pretty great. The owner and the chef there, he put together a great menu and everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. The fun part to our tournament was we included, uh, everyone had to include one Munchlax in their team of six. Yeah. And that was in honor of Ghost Zero. Yeah, it's, that was his favorite Pokemon. So we did have a lot of people out that had never been to tournaments before. I've never even realized that you can actually scan each other's QR code to battle. Like, that's how new these people were. They had no idea. Which is baffling. Yeah, because, I mean, well, to us, because we do it basically every day. That's what we do, right? But Mm -hmm. for someone who's just a collector, which I would say I'm more of a collector, like, for them to never actually go and press battle, I can totally see it. Mm Because I no longer open my nearby Pokemon because I don't have any silhouettes anymore. Right. Which is very sad. But that'll change. September 16th. September will change. (laughs) But that's what I mean. Like, why would I ever, right? So if I never went in there, or if I went in there just to look, I would never know that there is a battle screen, right? But it was kind of cool seeing the people actually get into it. Oh, yeah. And the complete complete newbie, if I may, someone who's never actually been to a legit tournament, come in third amongst you and Jamie. Yeah, Jamie was our top-ranked guy there. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, it was him and I in the in the last round. I, I finished out the loser's bracket and came to, to battle him, and he pretty much wrecked me, but um, he took out Seaford Gal. So uh, Seaford Gal did really well through the winner's bracket until Jamie beat her to get to the ultimate championship, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then I had to battle her in the loser's bracket to find out who would then go back to face Jamie. Mm-hmm. And she built, she didn't quite understand at first what the, uh, what her team needed to be made out of. So she picked three Munchlax because she thought she only needed three Pokemon. And then when she realized there was going to be a team of six, she didn't change the three Munchlax. She just added three other Pokemon mm-hmm. and took a lot of the guys that battled in Silph Arena with us every month with a team of three Munchlax. Which I thought was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so now we have this whole thing called Munch Army. Yep. Yeah, which is awesome. So I really hope she comes out to an actual PvP tournament. She seemed really interested. And really just should use her Munchlax. We should just let her. It was funny. because was see what happens. There was one of the battles of, which one has Gunk Shot? And she goes, I don't know which one has the Gunk Shot. <laughs> Because you're just throwing a garbage can at me every time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think in one of our battles she brought two Munchlax, but there were a couple with the other guys where she went solid three Munchlax in the battle, and I think she ran the tables on them when she did it too. I'm pretty sure she did. Which, uh, I mean, like like we said, awesome to see someone new out. Mm -hmm. Glad that they did something silly and seemed to come out on top of it too. And it completely paid off. It was the best. And she was so hyped. Like, just seeing someone who's never done this before... And just, like, be hyped, you know, like, in a tournament setting. Because mm-hmm. there was a lot of people who were, you know, a little bit on the grumpier side. Well, why would I battle again? I just lost. 
yada yada. But you know, it's double elimination, so you kind of have to stick it out. It's right? better than single elimination, and all of a sudden you. It's your first time and you don't get to battle again because you didn't know what you were doing. Exactly. And I mean, we did have guys out helping and, Mm -hmm. you know, us circulating and checking if everyone's doing okay. And you know, at one point you have to give those people a break and say, you know what, just choose whatever you want. Yes, you were supposed to have a munchlax on your team, but at the end of the day, you want them to experience it and have fun. Exactly. Right? You can't just be like, well, no, 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 you have to. You have to do what we just told you. A, it's not ranked. B, it's just for fun. And see it's for a good cause. Right. You know, so. And I mean, um, one of the things that I made sure to do was I was able to actually seed the tournament beforehand. So with that, I was able to look at the rankings of the guys that we see most often and make sure that I put them in appropriate order. So higher ranked to lower ranked with everyone who comes out on a regular basis. And in doing that, the first round had a whole bunch of extra people that weren't ranked yet and they'd never done a battle yet. And it allowed all of the guys, as well as myself, who were regulars, to have a a buy so we could go around and help the people that had never battled before. Yeah, it was more of a coaching opportunity to help everybody who have not done it before. Help them pick teams, go through situations, uh, explain where things work best if they they hadn't done it before. Mm -hmm. If they had questions, they were able to ask them and answer them and, and go through that. Yeah, I mean, explain what's a shield, what's an attack. How do you tap? How do you collect energy? All that stuff, you know? Just the basis pretty much to us. But yeah, it was a really great experience. I'm glad at how well it turned out because it was spectacular. We raised a lot of money for the Humane, Humane Society, Society. Yep. which was, uh, again, in honor of, of Nate. And I was glad. And his son came out as well. And, mm-hmm. and Dante the, was there, yeah. And uh, it was a, a great time had by all in memory of... of a, a great, great player. player, a great person. Yeah. It was also nice to see um, his ex-wife reach out mm-hmm. and just be happy that we included Dante and in what we did. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't done for praise or to, like, get anything out of it. It was just commemorate and have a good time, right? And to raise some money for some cats and some dogs and some other furries. And have good food. And have good food. I still think we need another cat, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> Uh, So beyond that, I mean, what I really want to touch on is our ultra bonus that does start up at the beginning of September, September 1st to 9th, uh, starting and ending at 1 p.m. Pacific District Time is when that first, that Johto journey begins for us from our GoFest rewards. Mm -hmm. So we'll be able to hatch unknown uh, the letters U-L-T-R-A from 10 kilometer eggs. The legendary beasts will be in raids, so Raikou, Entei, and Suicune. And don't forget, their shinies were also released in each of their raid days, so they are available for us from the 1st to the 9th. So, I'm excited. So get out there and get I more. I need more shinies. You need the... Oh, no, I need the Suicune one. You need the Entei one. I do. And on top of that, we have two new shiny releases. We'll be able to see Sentret and Gligar. I'm okay with Gligar. Which means that Furt and Gliscor, which are their evolutions, will also have shinies released as well. Best day ever. Uh, and make sure you remember that your incubators will have two times effectiveness as well. So if you put uh, a 10k egg hoping for an unknown in one of your regular incubators, it's now 5k. That's amazing. I need more incubators. <laughs> Speaking of which, incubate. But yeah, so there's uh, a whole bunch going on. Was there anything that you wanted to touch on? Or? I don't think we've even talked about Montreal. We have not talked about Montreal. Hello. I've talked about Montreal a few times in the other podcasts, but we haven't been able to talk about Montreal together on here. No, we have not. 
so we did get tickets to Montreal. Uh, we're really excited to go on the Sunday, I believe it's the 22nd. We've got early access passes. Yes. We don't have to cross any borders unless you count Quebec as a border. No, not today. <laughs> I'm most excited about Tropius being there. Yes. Because, oh my goodness, Tropius and Tempest Cup. I'm just literally going to try to either A, clean out all of my Pokemon space, or go and buy out all the available Pokemon space. I also apparently need some bag storage, as my game keeps reminding me. So for whoever out there that's upset that I'm not opening gifts, I don't have room. I'm working on it. I just don't I don't have room. <laughs> and I'm a hoarder. Sorry. And I'm running into that same thing too where um, I'm getting a, a full bag. I'm not able to get gifts as much as I used to as well. That's the that's another thing because we've been doing this um the send 10 gifts to uh 10 friends. Yep. I've been spinning our stop every chance I get. Mm-hmm. I've literally, it took me four days to get the last five gifts. Because, yeah, I'm... That's crazy. I mean, I'm in a few remote leagues right now, and I'm struggling to get gifts. Uh, much much less from the people in the group, because they like to hoard the gift that I sent them at first. And they also don't like to send gifts. But I cannot send gifts because I do not have gifts. But could it be because we're not actually going to other stops? Possibly. So that's an us problem. That could be an us problem. It has been raining. Today only. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on vacation though and so are you. So like other things get in the way. Like the Ghost Zero Memoriam took our whole Sunday. Saturday was... Prepping. We did more prepping and back-to-back mirror cups. Yes. And then prepping at night. Yes. So then we went out. So we technically, we've been on vacation and we've been working. Yep. So yesterday and today were the only days that we've actually, you know, threw our feet up and did nothing. Oh, and we did book our Airbnb for Montreal because I was freaking out that we're not going to have anywhere to stay. Thank goodness we got And that. I don't want to be a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sleep in a bush. And that's what we got coming up this weekend is the Harry Potter Fest for Wizards Unite. Yes. So we're going to be driving down to Indy on Friday. And coming back Monday. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. So we we have this great talent and ability to jam pack every single piece of time off that we have. Which includes seeing parents and doing other stuff. But I mean at the end of the day it is what it is. It's summer. Why am I going to sit in my house? Except today because it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> Just a PSA. <laughs> it's raining. So we've got a whole bunch of stuff to do. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Anything that we might have missed today or... I don't think so. I took, I mean, I took a lot of notes beforehand just to have stuff to talk about. I don't do notes, I freestyle. (laughs) (laughs) Wicked, wicked freestyle. No. Gonna cut that out. (laughs) Jesus. I apologize. But no, I don't think there is anything else. Well, the only thing I was thinking of is um, how we haven't seen our regular people out in PvP. Some of the regulars. Yeah, we've missed a couple guys. Uh, Yeah. Life Justin, gets in the way. I, we get understand um, life gets in the way. Justin Zard was a guy that we saw really often. Um, so we're trying to see if we can get him back out because it was good to see him out. Yeah, Humanoid Typhoon. Was the champion of our second tournament. And we have not seen him out for in a, a few months now too. So with season two coming out, we're hoping to see them back. That would be awesome. Yes, and my friend Ceranix. Ceranix has been tied up and busy. But yeah, I believe... I'm not sure if the last tournament shook his rank a little bit, but he was our top-rated guy. Ranked he was, guy. But, at uh, one point. Yeah. At one point, but not being out might have dropped him a bit because Jamie's been kind of cleaning house. Yeah, but plus Jamie's been going to like all yes. other tournaments too, so it's not like it's just ours. True. 
Yeah, but hey, we're all trying. We're all doing our best. And, I mean, Jamie's doing great. Good for him. He's actually coming with us to Montreal with his wife, so that'd be kind of awesome. Yep. Birthday festivities. Yeah, so that's another, you know, plus. Happy birthday. Happy. Welcome to Safari Zone. Yeah, have a Tropius. You get a Tropius, and you get a Tropius. Everybody gets a Tropius. Everybody has a Tropius. I don't care. He gets another <laughs> Tropius. Like, have you ever complained about not having or not getting a Tropius? I mean, you know what I want to say. Have you ever complained about getting another Tropius? No. There you go. I just want to get one. That would be nice. That would be nice. But yeah, we're going to see all sorts of other stuff there. I think in uh, Safari Zone... Yanma. Yanma's going to be shiny. Yanma's going to be shiny. So that's where I come in and my shiny collecting of everything that is shiny. And my hatred for you for hatching all the shinies. Like, I've never hatched a shiny. You've had... You've what? Hatched four now? I think so. Yeah. I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, aside from that, there's not too, too much else, I don't think. No. Well, Questions or concerns, you know where to find us. Yeah. Uh, make sure to tune in on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You can send us an email here at joltswitch at outlook.com. And you can even leave us a voicemail at 519-208-0453. And uh, make sure to follow our joint account there, Pokemon Masters on Instagram. I will make sure that all of the links are in the description here, alongside the Discord server that I've got uh, that we're trying to build up and maybe have some friendly tournaments every month there too. Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, there's nothing else I don't think we've got here, so... uh, No, I'm going to go cuddle the dogs. And I'll see you on the flip side. I'm done.